Hey y'all, what is up? So I'm so excited to be sharing this with you today. We are going to be diving deep into some financial mindset money mastery. So this has really truthfully been the foundation for me in being able to launch my business and also scale it rather quickly. Uh, but I had to do a lot of mindset work ahead of time because I don't care where you're at in life, anytime you hit that next level, it's kind of scary and you're going to have some things that pull back on you. But if you understand those things that pull you back, then you can start to really and truthfully grow even faster and you won't stop yourself from, from hitting those goals. So let's do this. Hey y'all, Lauren Dewar, a family doctor of nursing practice coming at you. And if you are a mom in medicine looking to have less stress, more time, and more energy so you can get home and be happy and healthy with your babies, and maybe even build a little bit of side hustle and financial freedom on the side, this is your place. Welcome to the Nurse Practitioner's Lifeline. Now, the first thing that I want to talk to you about is, you know what, honestly, the first thing I want to talk to you about is I want to be real, I want to be real and raw with you. I feel limited in wanting to share this, but I'm like, you know what, forget it, I'm just going to share with you. Um, so I have, um, I, this isn't the first time that I've ever matched my month to month income with my NP salary versus my online business. Uh, most of you know that I, you know, I've made a big switch about six months ago, somewhere like that. And it has grown really fast, and that's because of the strategy that I employ, but what we're gonna talk about today is, is the, the, the mindset. Well, for the first time ever, I matched my monthly, with, my monthly NP income with my weekly income. And it was, honest to goodness, terrifying. Um, I never thought that I would feel inhibited by this. I had a moment of, oh my gosh, am I worth this? can I actually do this? The pressure now is so high. I want to make sure that I do this for somebody else. I want to make sure that I, I, I serve people and I do well. And am I serving people? Like this is a lot of, a lot going out and you know, am I serving people? Am I doing it? There's all these limiting beliefs that come up and it's just absolutely crazy. And then I started like comparing other, my course to other courses. And I was like, oh my gosh, I give like, okay, this isn't like I'm trying to sell my stuff up. It's not, but I'm like, I, okay, I know I give way more value in this. I have way more information than they did. They charge way more than I do. And I started feeling better about it. And I'm like, okay, Lauren, just settle down. Like this is your own limiting beliefs about yourself and your income and your own worth. And I feel like that stops so many of us from going forward because we think, we don't feel like we're worthy of that. We maybe want it, but actually wanting it and going for it are two totally different things. And then and like going for it, but achieving it is a totally different thing. And I, I just, I know that there are barriers there that can sometimes hold us back. It's just like, you know, if you're looking at somebody and they have the yacht and the island and all of the things and you're like, man, I wish I could have that, right? But you don't think about the sacrifice and the work that actually came with that. You know what I mean? Like whenever we, we kind of fantasize about those kind of things, we aren't focusing and honing in on, on what actually the work that got put into that and also the mindset. We're not focusing on the mindset of what it is. We maybe are play pretend where we're thinking about how great that would be, but are not really putting ourselves in that position where where we feel the pressure, where we feel the self-worth, where we feel like we have achieved and we've gotten to that level. We just kind of fantasize about it a lot of times. And I want to take us a level deeper and I want us to make sure that that we that we encompass that 
for for an entire for into our depth into our soul and we're really and truthfully feeling that way I don't know if you've ever felt this way but maybe somebody's bought you something or you felt guilty for for something I know I felt guilty about my school loans I feel like why did I do that I am not worthy of having this much in school loans and now I have to pay that back to my family and it was something that was really difficult for me I the first time that I stepped on the floor in the ICU nurse I feel like I wasn't enough the first time I took over you know a family practice I was like whoa I'm not like I'm not good enough for this I can't believe that I'm here right now and we always have those limiting beliefs that that can hold us back but when we identify them we can move forward from that a few different tactics on this that I want to help you with today is something that I learned called HILA and it's H-I-L-A the H-I part is high intention so if you're wanting to reach those goals for manifesting income and making another making a business and and reaching really high goals then you you need to think of high intention so you put in a lot of effort and work you balance that with your life because you make it a passion project and not a side hustle where you're hustling your face off but you have low you have you have low attachment to it so that's the L A part of it. H I L A. Low attachment because many times we feel I want it so bad, I want it so bad, I want it so bad that what we're actually really thinking about subconsciously is what if I don't get it? What if I don't get it? What if I don't get it? And that's actually what our body is going to start encompassing and incorporating. So I did this for myself a long uh, a long time. Uh, I was you know constantly working really hard. I had that very high intention, way too high of intention, and then I had. A very high attachment to it and what that happens is actually repelled it because I was concentrating so hard on I have to get it I have to get it I have to that subconsciously I had that fear of what happens if I don't get it and whenever you have that fear that is what's going to manifest into your world it's 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 this crazy phenomenon that definitely happens and we can overcome that by identifying our relationship with money and that's one of the first steps in being able to manifest great income to you so there are if we're gonna we're gonna do a deep dive here yeah and I want you to reflect on yourself really and truthfully put yourself into you might be in more than one of these buckets and kind of in different categories of your life you are in there's there's four buckets we're gonna look at you might be you know in you know spending on school I'm in one bucket but in spending on myself I'm in a different bucket but really truthfully evaluate yourself in these because the only way for you to send is, is to acknowledge your limiting beliefs and your fears over financial independence and income. So the first thing that most people feel, and I say the vast majority of individuals, maybe not the vast majority of you here with me right now, but the vast majority of individuals will be in a survival mode. So they're playing to not lose money. I just don't want to lose money. That's the most important thing. And as long as I hold on to it, as long as I savor it, as long as I, I put it in my savings account, I don't do anything with it, that's the best thing for me. That was what I grew up in. I was taught that a savings is the most important thing. Most of us, it's pretty common now that inflation is actually much higher than a savings account. So you're going to end up losing money in the long run if you only were focused on keeping your money into a savings account. You should have a nest egg there that, that gets you through a highly liquid uh, money that can be uh, liquefied quickly, meaning you know, I can get it out in a second. I don't have to sell something or do anything for it. Um, you should have a nest egg there. But past that nest egg of you know, three to six months, whatever your plan is, 
you should be really intuitively investing that and you should be looking at money from a way of exhale inhale right so i exhale things that i'm giving that i'm blessing others with every time i think i probably said this before but it's it's just it's life-changing you know, every time I go and I spend groceries, I think, oh my gosh, how exciting that I get to do this. Every time that I get to tithe, I think, how exciting that I get to do this. Like, I get to be a part of missions. I get to be a part of changing lives. I get to be a part of, you know, that grandmother who, who doesn't probably want to be here in her retirement checking me out, which breaks my heart. But thankfully, she can be here and she can have that income because she obviously needs it fairly bad because she's here. Yeah, you know, so I just I think about the fact that I am being a part of that and I am allowing them to be able to have that need in their life and that we are a part of the economy and that we're we're making things grow and just like whenever you exhale air you expect it to have you have another breath there, correct? Feel that way whenever it comes to income and this is gonna help you ascend into the different into the different buckets. But I want you to change that focus from hoarding, hoarding, hoarding to money flows money flows and energy goes and the the more that i exhale the more that i give the more that i'm going to get and you know there's a really natural phenomenon with this that you can probably see in your life have you ever always just stayed at like one certain income no matter how much money you made or i say i guess let me rephrase it a little bit one certain amount in your savings where you know, you just can't seem to get more than, you know, two, three hundred dollars or two, three thousand dollars or whatever it is saved in your account. Something always happens unexpectedly. You get knocked back down. Right. Well, I've lived that before, too. But what busted me out of that is meditating on being in a higher bracket, meditating on you know having more of that income come to me and stick to me and being able to ascend myself into that. And that's it's just this natural phenomenon which is like no matter how much i work no matter how many extra hours i work i never have any more money left over at the end of the month and it's because we are subconsciously putting ourselves into that bucket so i want you to get out of the survival the next part is is hoarding and this is like really really close to that but it's it's almost like you know you don't have you don't value time at all in this you feel like it doesn't matter how much i it doesn't like time is not in worth investing in so you don't even hoard into or you don't even invest into time into uh, saving time such as you know helping yourself with uh, paying out for housework or paying someone to do your laundry or those kind of things where it's just the main focus the only focus is keeping that money there and that is definitely not a good place to be in because then we're even more suffocating if we go back to that analogy on on making everything uh on on our analogy with with breathing in and breathing out so our next bucket which is not totally in a linear progression here but the next bucket is that you are comfortable with money okay so you don't have an obsession with it it isn't like the hoarding and it isn't like the survival mode but you are you look at it as a tool and it you know it's it's helpful to you and you know that you can kind of leverage it to make more money but it's not totally where you are feeling that you like it is completely abundant you still have that limiting belief in that there is a finite amount of money in the world and that we're all just going to go broke and then whenever i'm taking money or earning money i'm taking it from somebody else that's a limiting belief 
because the more money you have, the more money you give. That's just, that's a fact of it. Unless you literally just stay in that survival and hoarding mode where you never spend anything and you just keep billions of dollars in your account and you never buy a new house or anything like that. It's not, that's not how it works, right? Like we have more money, we spend more money. You bless more people going forward. So it's not that you're taking money from anybody else. There's, how many is it guys? 1400 new millionaires made a day right now, I think is the rate. So, I mean, there's not necessarily a limit on this. You aren't taking anything from anybody else. Money flows where energy goes. And whenever you are helping other people, they give that to you in exchange. And that's just the way that it kind of works. So you can look at money as it being comfortable to you. So you don't have an obsession over it. You're not terrified of it, but it, you still don't have that full comprehension of literally money can just come to you. It can just show up it can just be there now you have to have a, a conscious way that you know and believe that it can reach you because otherwise subconsciously you you won't won't work like if you've what i'm alluding to here is on has has anyone listened or read the secret and it pretty much just talks about you know manifesting it just make it come to you in checks or in whatever i feel that the biggest thing that people that fails people on is that you don't truthfully believe it at a, at a conscious level. <laughs> I think most of us find that hard to believe. I was the same way. That's why I first read that book and I was like, okay, I kind of get that, but I feel like there's got to be something plausible. Like I can't believe that I'm just going to find a million dollars every day as I'm walking down the street. Like it's just not, that's not something that my mind can believe. Therefore, I don't think it could be manifested. So it has to be something that's still realistic to you that you can actually feel and know that this can happen. So that's when I was like, okay, open up a business, start helping people figure it out right? And that door opened. So it's still, you know, especially in the beginning, it was comfortable. I knew that it was money was a tool that I could leverage. I can invest in that, get more money out, but it still wasn't necessarily an abundance thing. I still had this feeling of it, it doesn't just flow to me, right? There isn't just some magical thing behind it, but, and while it's not magical thinking, it is attracting the energy that you are putting out there in the world when you have a rich and abundant thinking, you literally think about it like that air that I was talking about. So that's our last bucket that we're going to talk about here. And that is where you don't even worry about it. You're still conscious of money. You're not just blowing it, but you are allowing it to flow in your life. It's, it's not an obsession at all. And it's just a part of your life. And it's a part of your life just as much as air is. So my question for you is what are things that you need to let go of? Um, one of the things that I had to, in order to, to get yourself, you know, into that kind of last bucket where we are rich and abundant. One of the things I had to get myself out of was that I was, a, I, I, I was superimposing my beliefs on others. So I felt guilty about starting a business because I felt that if I'm going to start my business, then I'm taking from somebody's savings because I was still, when I first started, in that feeling of, of hoarding. I wouldn't say that I was in survival mode, but I was in hoarding where I just had to keep it all to me. Like, you know, that was the thing that we just had to do in my family was save, 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 save. And I felt like I was doing other people a disservice because of that. Well, lo and behold, that isn't even the best way. Even though I thought growing up that was the best way to handle money was just to save, 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 and be cheap, 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 which I historically have. And my, parent, my 
it's a Kohler gene is what they say. It's my maiden name. And um, I was like the bread, the winner for it, right? Like I had, I had the most Kohler gene. And that's really the truth. My mom makes jokes that you're cheaper than your dad. <laughs> so I was still instilling that and feeling that, you know, well, I'm taking from other people because that could go into their savings. And, and that's not at all how it works. Like whenever somebody invests and they make a, a, an investment in themselves, they better themselves. They have more opportunities that come to them. They find out better ways to monetize. They find better ways to feel about themselves. They feel better. They get home faster to their kiddos. They're able to to take on that side income. They're able to do extra things with their life. And that that value, that pentacle, that pentacle of you know having that money, that physical dollar is not even the best frame of thought. Like I was imposing my thoughts of hoarding onto other people by feeling bad for charging somebody. And really and truthfully, I was I was trying to impose upon them this feeling uh, that it wasn't even a good, like it wasn't a rich and abundant thinking. So I was actually doing them a disservice by having that, subconsciously having a disservice by by not allowing that then the opportunity to step up to to that feeling of abundance and be able to spend and see what it's like to also perceive at the same time, to invest in themselves and see that return and see that return come back, you know, fourfold, twofold, you know, 16fold, however, however much. So that was something that I had to kind of let go of. Um, some things that some other people have to let go of is maybe feeling too comfortable. Like, ah, it's not really too big of a deal. And we can get stuck in that grasshopper mode where, you know, remember the ant and the grasshopper where the ant's like, you know, saving, saving, saving. But then that grasshopper is just spending, spending, spending. So that's something else that you might be in too much of a comfort mode where you're like, ah, whatever, it's just money. I'll make more of it. And you never actually you never actually channel that energy into something that's more productive for your life. So those are just kind of ideas that I want you to think of that you maybe need to let go of and especially so you can grow in what you're doing. So this is kind of our um, landing point here for the end of this. I hope this was helpful, y'all. As a re, as a um, catch up on this, I want you to think about your different buckets. Uh, survival, okay, survival, saving and hoarding, feeling too comfortable and then, but comfortable can be good. So I said too comfortable, really comfortable. It can be a good thing to feel comfortable, but too comfortable probably can go in the opposite direction for you. And then rich and abundant. So those are your kind of areas. I would love for you all to comment below and tell me what is it that you feel is resonate with you? Where are you at? Where do you want to be? Do you feel like this is possible for you? What do you feel is holding you back? I'd love to hear from you all. Um, if you're not already with me in the NP Society, gosh, guys, we'd love to have you. It's the Nurse and Practitioner Thriving Society. We would love to have you there. And I'm also doing a free training coming up. It is going to be free to those in the NP, the Nurse and Practitioner Society. And actually, I said free. It's not free to everybody. It's just for those in the, in the society. Um, reach out to me, especially if you're not a nurse or a practitioner. And... Um, you know, there's there are still kind of other ways that I can kind of get you into that group and and I, then I can get that training to you for free um, otherwise if you're just wanting the training by itself I'm gonna be talking about evergreen systems and how you can build your own evergreen system so you can start seeing money and income flow to you so have a wonderful day y'all and mwah, God bless <laughs>